So the one thing that sucks about trucking is sometimes you get home every week or so whenever you're supposed to, and other times you don't. This is my second weekend in a row out. This makes my third week that I've been out on the road, haven't been home, haven't been able to do what I want to do, but I've got time to record a podcast. So here we go. From Temple, Texas, it's episode 18 of the self-hosted podcast. I better open a monster. You're listening to the self-hosted podcast, where we talk about taking control of your privacy and data without all the technical jargon. We promise not to talk over your head and use common sense language for normal everyday people. Now here's your host, Uncle Bonehead. Yes, and welcome back to the self-hosted podcast. I'm in the truck again. Um... Two episodes in a row, two weekends in a row, got hung out. It happens. It's part of the job. But anyways, I digress. Enough of me griping and complaining about stuff. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying not to blow into the mic. I should have brought my, my pop filter, but I didn't. I did get my song Hammer On Down. Some of you guys know, have probably heard it, but uh, it was produced partly under Reaper in Windows. And I finally got it done on Linux in Ardor. And uh, I've got the drums and the bass done today. And, dude, (laughs) I wish I had a guitar because I'd be recording it right now, but anyways, this episode, we're going to talk about uh, Lollipop Cloud, and the what came out of the Punk Whale podcast meeting, podcaster meeting, um, if it sounds like I'm going through puberty, trust me, I'm not, I'm 49 years old, uh, my voice is starting to crack because I got a cold, um, been running down south this week and it was cold I think it got down to like 38 or 30 some degrees 32, 33 degrees they had a par- frost one night and every night I, I can't seem to sleep without the air conditioner on so there you have it don't sleep with the air conditioner on in the winter <laughs> but anyways you can email me at unclebonehead at nixnet.email. That's the new email. Nixnet.email. And I just want to mention real quick, this episode is brought to you by Lollipop Cloud. Check them out at lollipopcloud.solutions. Um, quick housekeeping real quick. I'm going to butcher this this guy's name. but Nash Barshaft. Nash Barshaft on Mastodon uh, he's, he's brought something to my attention about the RSS feed on the boneheadmedia.com website um, if you don't know you can subscribe to that feed and you know get all the podcasts and stuff 
uh, without the tracking from uh, Anchor.fm or Google or Amazon or anybody like that. The I did not realize this, but um, MP3 enclosures are not included in the RSS feed. So if you want to do it for now until I can figure out or learn how to uh, change the RSS templates in Hugo and get it fixed, um, you can, if you subscribe like in AntennaPod, you can, it'll, it'll pull up the episodes like a, like a normal RSS podcast feed, but you just tap on visit website and it'll take you right to that episode's show notes and there it'll, well, it'll open in your browser, which should be Firefox on the phone, not Chrome or Brave. Um, but it should, should, be, should open up Firefox and then you can either, you know, download it from there or just tap the play button and listen to it. Those are not tracked. Those come from archive.org is where the files are at. And I don't have any tracking on my site. If anybody finds any tracking on my site, I urge you to sub- please unsubscribe and let me know because that means somebody hacked my site. Um... I I've, I've did some stuff on PeerTube, PeerTube.social. I put together a quick little montage of some footage. I shot some footage last Friday. I think I told you guys that. I was I intended to get it finished either that day or the, the next day. And it totally went out my mind. And... Uh, I didn't get any extra footage shot of me driving in my current truck. So I used some footage from uh, Clifford that I was, uh, Clifford's the big red truck that I used to drive. My daughter Nick, my daughter named him Clifford the big red truck because he really was a big red truck. And uh, it was probably the funnest truck I've ever drove. Uh, anyways, enough about that uh just go watch the video on peertube.social i like it it's cool it's called my trucking life and it's basically me getting up and getting ready and what i do during the day and uh the the music it's all set to the music of, of hammer on down which is the one that what got me going on redoing it in linux and yeah <laughs> so anyways go watch that and I posted a couple of old videos that I had from Instagram and YouTube I just pulled them over to for off of YouTube onto uh, PeerTube and they're kind of funny I think they were funny <laughs> but I've got a strange sense of humor now, you hear these other podcasters out there bitch and moan and groan and complain. Well, I do a lot of that, too. I bitch and moan and groan and complain about other podcasters. But they, it's like, you know, 10 minutes of their 20-minute show is is taken up with 
them asking you to support them on Patreon and all this, that, and the other. I've barely mentioned my stuff that I want you guys to go support or ask you guys to go support. But I'm going to change that up. It's there on the website. It's in the the stuff on PeerTube. If you guys want to do that, go for it. But I would prefer you to go... I'm going to introduce this as a new segment for every episode. But um, support those who need it the most. Um, Ella Kay, uh, the cyberpunk goddess on Mastodon, or is it, was it hackers.town, I think it is, and she's also Eloisa and them seagulls on masto.py, I think, uh, she describes herself as a 34-year-old unemployed person with multiple sclerosis, among other things. She used to have a PayPal tip jar, but they blocked it for some stupid reason. So if you can please go and get something off of her wish list on Amazon. These are things that she needs mostly for her health. But uh, but there are some things on there that she just you know can't afford anymore. Uh, the reason there's two lists, she says, is one in Spanish costs less since it won't involve extra costs for shipping and customs fees. She's over crossed a pond somewhere. Uh, but she's awesome. The well the USA one is for those who have problems with the 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 uh, Spanish 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 one span Spain. God I can't talk. Uh, she says if you can and want to help please do only if you can afford it. Just, you know, incidentally, she's also the the community organizer of uh, uh, Lollipop Cloud. She's, and uh, she's also the organizer of the hashtag We Are Nameless, which is a group that gets together online and watches old sci-fi movies once a month. That's pretty cool. I want to do that because, you know, I'm I'm an old sci-fi freak too. Uh, the 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 links are in the show notes, and I'm I'm gonna start a special page on boneheadmedia.com. Um, that's where I'm gonna start collecting this. If anybody knows people that are in need, people that are like in in Eloisa's. Uh, predicament or situation whatever you want to call it um, would you please let me know I will gladly put the links on there I will buy something off their wish list for them or donate to them when I can when I'm available to or able to The um, it's just with the holidays coming up right now I can't even buy stuff for myself I mean I got a Frank a computer laptop that I gotta replace and I need to get a VPS. <laughs> but anyways, go go help her out. Please. She's awesome. She's a she's an awesome person. Um apparently people have problems trying to pronounce her name and I actually did this. she's got 
Eloisa.space, I think it is. And uh, all it is is a recording of her for like 30 seconds explaining how to say her name, <laughs> how to say Eloisa. And that's, I think, I, I think I'm pronouncing it right. That's what I'm hearing, Eloisa. Eloisa, if I'm saying it wrong, let me know. Um, more about her in a minute. Uh, but uh, here's some quick news links that I want to talk about. Now, I don't have a link for this first story. But it was a toot on Mastodon. Apparently, the next version of New Pipe is going to support PeerTube. Thank God. To the devs who, who created Thorium, I love you guys. I really do. But there is... I don't know what it is, but the version of Thorium I got off of, of uh, F-Droid just ain't cutting it. Because when I'm logged in to peertube.social on, on Firefox, I cannot log in to peertube.social on Thorium and vice versa. And I would like to be able to upload to peertube.social through Thor, Thor, Thorium, but I don't know if that's going to work or not, but... Anyways, there is... Where's my phone? There it is. The next story is save.org. Um, let me pull this up. I had Tusky open. Uh, save.org. Save. Yeah, save.org. Where's this story? There it is. Um... What this is, apparently, uh, say the, the, the .org, domain name, .org, is being sold to a private equity firm. Uh, this is, it's, what this save dot, save dot org dot org is is basically a website that you can go and add your name to an email a mail a letter to uh who's this to uh andrew sullivan at the internet society he's the president and ceo down in reston virginia and uh it's urging him to stop the sale and there is over 6,000 names on there. I'm proud to say that Bonehead Media and Uncle Bonehead is one of those names now. Um, I've You can sign the letter and share it with a tweet, which you guys need to share it with a toot. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to read you the letter here. This, this is pretty, pretty damning, or not damning, but pretty, pretty straight to the point. I gotta take a drink of Monster first. 
Dear Mr. Sullivan, we urge you to stop the sale of the Public Interest Registry, PIR, to Ethos Capital. Non-governmental organizations all over the world rely on the .org top-level domain. Decisions affecting .org must be made with the consultation of the NGO community overseen by a trusted community leader. If the Internet Society, ISOC, can no longer be that leader, it should work with the NGO community and the Internet Corporation for assigned names and numbers to find an appropriate replacement. The 2019.org registry agreement represents a significant departure from .org's 34-year history. It gives the registry the power to make several policy decisions that would be detrimental to the .org community. The power to raise .org registration fees without the approval of ICANN or the .org community. A .org price hike would put many cash-strapped MGOs in the difficult position of either paying the increased fees or losing the legitimacy and brand recognition of .org domain. 2. The power to develop and implement rights protection mechanisms unilaterally without consulting the .org community if such mechanisms are not carefully crafted in collaboration with the NGO community. They risk censoring completely legal nonprofit activities. The power to implement processes to suspend domain names based on accusations of activity contrary to applicable law. The .org registry should not implement such processes without understanding how state actors frequently target NGOs with allegations of illegal activity. A registry could abuse these powers to do significant harm to the global NGO sector intentionally or not. We cannot afford to put them into the hands of a private equity firm that has not earned the trust of the NGO community. .org must be managed by a leader that puts the needs of NGOs over profits. When ISOC originally proposed transferring the management of .org to PIR in 2002, ISOC's then-president and CEO Lynn St. Armour promised that .org would continue to be driven by the NGO community. In her words, PRR would draw upon the resources of ISOC's extended global network to drive policy and management. As longtime members of that global network, we insist that you keep that promise. And they're right. I mean, it's signed by the American Alliance of Museums, ASAE, Aspiration, Creative Commons, Crisis Text Line, Demand Progress, DoSomething.org, the EFF, European Climate Foundation, Free Software Foundation, Girl Scouts of the USA, the Independent Sector, the Internet Archive, uh, Meals on Wheels, National Council of Nonprofits, National Assembly, Intent, and it goes on and on and on. Volunteers of America, YMCA. I mean, come on. Don't sell .org to a private equity firm that's just going to sit there and say, hey, be like that dude in the EpiPen. Oh, you know, hey, I'm going to raise the price 1,000% because, you know, it's the only way that you're going to be able to get it. No. 
to me, this is this is no better than a patent troll because all he's all they're going to do is they're going to try to buy it and then oh you know well, all the governments have .dot org or .dot gov you know .dot org so we're just going to raise the price of the .dot org. That's all this is. I was I I was considering changing Bonehead Media over to boneheadmedia.org just because, you know, because .com insinuates, you know, uh, well, to me, it insinuates, you know, it wants to be, make money, that kind of thing. It, it, yeah, I'd like to make money, but, you know, that's not what, what the goal is. You know, the goal is to get people into the Fediverse for me. So that's go go to save the org save dot org dot org. <laughs> now this next thing, this next link, Libra Vitar. I think I'm saying that light right. Libra Vitar. I ran across this a while back and it, I signed up for it because, you know, I was looking for Gravatar. And, uh, I wanted it to, hang on, straightening out my phone tabs here. I was looking for, you know, Gravatar. I wanted to have my face out there so I could just use an email address for a form board or whatever. And then if I ever wanted to change, you know, my profile picture, I can just go to Gravatar and change it there, and it changes it everywhere. Well, LibreVatar is the same thing. It's the open avatar service. Okay, I, I've seen this, and I, I was like, when I was signing up for uh, Mastodon, I believe it was, and, it's, and it says, you know, you can use LibreVatar for your profile picture. I'm like, okay, what is this? So I went over there and checked it out. I was like, oh, cool. It's open source. I'll sign up for it. That was, what, July? Something like that, June, July. Here it is. Almost the end of November. And I just caught this. I, was, I don't know how, but it just clicked in my head. Okay, let me read this to you. On the front page, right where I looked at it, stared right at it, didn't even catch it. Uh, Libravatar is a service which delivers your avatar to other websites. If you create an account with us, your photo could start popping up next to forum posts or blog comments on any site where you left your email address. Just like Gravatar, that's cool. But then the very next paragraph down says, Federated Open Source Service. Didn't register on me until today. This service is powered by free and open source software called Ivatar. With this software, you can also run your own instance and serve avatars yourself. Dude, it's freaking federated. And you can host your own instance. You can host your own avatar instance. Ha! I didn't even know that. Man. Listen to this promo. 
and or these two promos. And then we're going to get into talking about the main topic. This episode is brought to you by the Fettyverse. Visit fettyverse.party to find out more about it. For the best server distro to use to self-host, we recommend YouYouKnowHost. Visit YouYouKnowHost.org for more information. OpenMetalCast.com Because sharing is caring, and going to jail for sharing music is stupid. OpenMetalCast.com Lollipop Cloud and the Funk Whale Podcasters Meeting. Okay, Lollipop Cloud. This is similar to the Freedom Box. And, you know, the Freedom Box actually has a Freedom Box. Um, there's also, Wynos has also got the Internet Cube. But this is a little bit more different. Um, uh, this is just strictly for ARM. I think Freedom Box is just strictly for ARM too, but they they've got their own box they want you to buy. Why you know host Internet Cube you can buy a the a box from somebody that puts them together for you or you can buy all the parts and put them together yourself. Uh, the this Lollipop Cloud, they don't sell you a device. They, You have to go get your own Raspberry Pi or Orange Pi, I believe. And there's another one that... I can't remember what it was. Banana Pie or something like that. But anyways, um, they've got images listed in their download sections for Arbian, Borg, and Raspbian. Um, don't know what Borg is. I've The Borg, I think, are those people that, you know, resistance is futile, um, <laughs> but, uh, they're those things on Star Trek, they're half, half human, half cyborg, um, now, this is interesting to me, because I was wanting to do this with YN Host, but I think I might end up doing it with this Lollipop Cloud, because it sounds like it might be easier, um, I've wanted to always have, I've always wanted to have a cloud, my own cloud, here in the truck, with like a Raspberry Pi, and, uh, you know, when I didn't have data connection, or Wi-Fi, sometimes I get out in these remote areas, and I gotta find, you know, directions, and I can't go, can't do anything with Google Maps, or OpenStreetMaps, because on my phone, because I don't have a connection, so, I was thinking my own cloud with all that data stored on it and I could always get directions or whatever and not have to really worry about it and you know I could do things on like write show notes on my you know on my computer I could get a smaller computer that's you know that I can connect to my cloud here in the truck like a Pinebook Pro or something where I don't have to worry about, you know, a big, major, you know, having to have data. I can do it. And I think that's, I'm going to have to check out this Lollipop Cloud. 
I did ask uh, Eloisa earlier, she hasn't got back to me yet, about maybe coming on and talking about Lollipop Cloud. Well, I'll find out one of these days. Now, on to the Funk Whale Podcasters meeting. It happened Thursday, a couple days ago. And uh, I was running on my route. I was running a day early. So I actually got to be in there, in the meeting on Matrix. And it's the first text meeting I've ever been in on Matrix. It was kind of kind of cool. Apparently Matrix was having issues because there was things not getting said and, or sent or whatever. But, uh, yeah, Elliot Barrio, I've got a, I know I'm, I'm butchering your name, Elliot. He's the Punk Whale creator. He posted the minutes for the first meeting. And, uh, like I said, I was lucky enough to be there. I was, I think I missed out on probably half hour, 45 minutes of it. But I was able to scroll back through and, you know, see what I've, I missed. So basically, here's what here's the, here's the gist of it. Um, we've got three podcasters that are going to be in the publishing testing pool. I'm one of them. Um, Jenny McQueen and Eloisa is going to be in the other the other two. Um, and there's four people in the listeners testing pool. We discussed some tasks and are working out schedules for regular meetings as well as working out all the logistics. Dude, I'm stoked. And I know the others are as well because this is groundbreaking. And I think, I really do, I honestly think that the potential, this has got the potential to turn the podcasting world upside down. The Fediverse never ceases to amaze me. People here that are in it people who are creating it these things they're extensions of the people they really are showing the world how complacent we've become as a species to just exist in an ecosystem that is some corporation made to use us as a to make a profit decentralization is the future the federation is the future the fediverse is the future now I I know that sounded like I just read something that I wrote and prepared. Yes, I did. Because that's what I do. Um, but, well, you see, I jumped, I jumped onto this starship into the Fediverse. Uh, back in, I guess it was, what, mid to late June? Um, dude, that was... That was like five months ago. And the amount of things I've learned and people I've met is just absolutely phenomenal to me. The people are all awesome. Yeah, sure, you get those you know, bots out there. But when you engage with the people, they are some of the kindest, generous, and caring people I've found on the Internet. Okay, now listen. I'm going to tell you a story. If you are a musician or a performer, an, an actor or actress or whatever, dancer, you're going to understand this. But 
back when I first got into the bands like Case of Death, I was nervous as hell. It's a metal band. Okay. First gig, walk into the bar, and the place is full. I mean, you, you got all these, you know, the new metal kids, you got the emo kids, you got you got the 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 rap metal kids, you got the <laughs> you got these long hair down to their down to their you know down to their knees and tattoos everywhere piercings in places that you've got I mean there's some scary looking individuals and I was nervous as hell the first time I've ever been on stage in front of people playing a guitar and of course the song that we wanted to open the set with Guess who gets who who had the intro? <laughs> and guess what I did? I screwed it up big time. Uh, the butterflies in my stomach were flopping everywhere. I fat fingered the the first chord that everybody anybody had ever heard me play, other than my bandmates. And dude, it, I hit a flat and a sharp at the same time and I swear to God people's ears were bleeding <laughs> um, I fully expected everybody to turn around and walk out and shaking their heads you know but you know what they didn't they crowded around the stage which that stage kind of put them right about where my knees are and they just started banging their heads had their you had the horns up and they were just banging their heads a couple of songs later they started a mosh pit and they were into it i mean dude it was man it was awesome and and i'm just standing up there playing and i'm like dude i just totally screwed the pooch on this but they loved it and we played the set tore down the stage or tore down our equipment off the stage got off the stage and I think just about everybody in that bar gave me hugs high fives and handshakes they bought me drinks they bought me pictures of beer <laughs> and, and they encouraged me to stay in the community and it surprised the hell out of me because I'm, I'm thinking you know these are metal people. This is the metal community. They don't take kindly to people screwing there with their music. And but no, they they loved it. And that's the exact same thing that I'm getting from the Fediverse. You know? Just like everybody in the local Michigan scene knows that I am not a guitar god. But dude, we we played Soaring Eagle Casino in front of an estimated 1,500 people. And after we got off stage, there was people for the rest of the night 
we played like four o'clock in the afternoon. And for the rest of the night, there were people walking around asking for my autograph. That just, that just blew my mind. And, and that's the kind of stuff that we're getting from the, I get from the Fediverse. They are some of the greatest people the planet's got to offer. There's no other way to say it. Now, I, I, you know, I'm, I know I'm not no guitar god. I'm not a guitar hero. I'm not anywhere near a professional because I couldn't tell you if I'm playing an A, a D, or a G string. For all I know, I'm playing an F string. <laughs> and just like I, I know I don't do a, a knockout, high-quality professional job podcasting, I know I suck at talking. Uh, I'm not very good at talking in front of people. I never have been. I've just, you know, I I don't know if you can call me an introvert. I say uh, my I have the problem where my my brain is not connected to my mouth, and it will my brain works faster than my mouth does, so I say things and it comes out sounding like an idiot but that's me <laughs> hey that's just the way I am and but you know you guys are encouraging the hell out of me um, I lost my place where I was wanted to say Look, okay, to the developers, if you're listening to this podcast, if you're listening to a podcast about tech that's not being talked in a techie way, I personally want to say thank you for your creations. Thank you for your software. Thank you for your apps. And thank you for making the world a better and safer place for people like me who can't do it. You are my heroes and with that we're going to bring this episode number 18 of the self-hosted podcast to an end always be good always be safe and never stick your password where you wouldn't stick your face boneheadmedia.com This podcast can be found on Apple and Google Podcasts or wherever free podcasts are sold. If you like this show you can support Uncle Bonehead at coffee.com slash boneheadmedia or liberapay.com slash unclebonehead slash donate Music is generously provided by Unfa. Support him at patreon.com slash Unfa. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons 4.0 license I am Casey and I approve this message Thank you for listening to the self-hosted podcast. See you all on the next episode.